Welcome back to another episode of Locked On NFL Draft. I'm glad that you guys chose to make us your first listen of today. Today, we're going to go over a few things with my guy, Rob Rang, and he has another article we're going to talk about some big-time prospects that he's going to be going over with that. Also, Georgia against Kentucky, big-time battle we'll be going over in the SEC, Kentucky undefeated, and Thursday Night Football. All the rookies, how are they performing? We're going to get into all that and more, so keep it locked right here. Locked on NFL Draft. You are locked on NFL Draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On NFL Draft. I am your host, former NFL and AFL defensive back, Eric Crocker. And as usual, every Thursday, I'm joined by my guy, Rob Rand. Rob, how you doing? I'm doing very well, Eric. Thanks for having me on as always. Nice, nice, nice. Now, we're still missing Ryan Tracy. He's out there in the Bahamas. He'll be joining us shortly. But, man, let's jump into it. And as we do every Thursday, we get into what you have going on with Fox. Another article. What are you going over this time? Yeah, this week we're going to be previewing that uh, that big matchup that you talked about, Eric, between uh, number one Georgia against the number 11 Kentucky Wildcats. I think there's a lot of people out there like number 11 Kentucky, but – you know, my goodness, Mark Stoops has absolutely changed. Uh, excuse me, Mike Stoops, Mark Stoops has absolutely changed that program. Um, you know, they've had five consecutive bowl games, three consecutive bowl wins, and and they're undefeated with one of the great defenses that we're seeing in all of college football. You know, they're only allowing 17 and a half points per game. But the article I'm going to be writing on Fox Sports, buddy, that, that you referenced is going to be breaking down the Georgia Bulldogs defense. And, you know, when I've been talking to scouts out there, they're, they're telling me the same thing that, that I'm seeing on tape, that this is one of the elite defenses in all of college football, and not just right now, but in the last several years. I mean, it had one scout basically say, look, it doesn't matter. You don't have to quote me. They're, they are so loaded that you are going to see defensive players come off the board from the University of Georgia in the first round on basically every single level of the defense, wow. whether it be the nose guard, uh, you know, whether it be the, the edge rushers, whether it be the cornerbacks, whether it be the safeties. I had one scout tell me this is the most loaded defense in all of college football, and the stats bear it out. I mean, I just mentioned Kentucky is the 20th ranked defense in all of college football, allowing 17 and a half points per game. But number one, Georgia, the number one rated Georgia Bulldogs are also number one on defense. Eric, they're allowing five and a half points per game so far this that season. Is crazy. So who, who's leading this? Who is leading this charge? Because again, like you said, they got these pro prospects at every single level. And they got a talented cornerback. We'll get into him. A talented linebacker that can also rush the pass a little bit. But is it Jordan Davis that kind of anchors this whole thing? The big guy in the middle, 6'6", 330 pounds. And that's just what he's listed at. Yeah, exactly. And that's where everybody starts. So let's talk about Jordan Davis first. You know, as you said, 6'6", 330 pounds, and he runs faster than I ever will. Probably not as fast as you did, of course. But, you know, th there's a lot of scouts out there who are expecting him to run like a, you know, a 5.10 kind of stuff, which is phenomenal at 330 pounds. You know, and, and this is a guy that is able to beat backs to the edge. He certainly has the power at the point of attack. You know, I, I don't know that he's Vita Vea all over again. But he is definitely a first-round caliber player. 
And so I think that he is the one that everybody is going to focus in on. He kind of, it, it speaks to his athletic ability that, that Georgia uses him on offense as that blocking fullback at times. So he is the one that everybody focuses in on for good reason. But the one who I think is actually going to wind up being the first drafted of the bunch, and that, that's the edge rusher, Adam Anderson. Uh, I mean, to me, mm-hmm. I, I look at this young man, 6'5", 235 pounds, and, and he reminds me so much of Leonard Floyd. And, and you know, Leonard Floyd. Georgia as well, right? Exactly. He was from Georgia. It was yeah. the, the number eight overall pick by the Chicago Bears a few years ago. Didn't necessarily pan out quite as much in Chicago. Uh, and, and that's one of the reasons why he wound up going to the Los Angeles Rams. But, you know, you and I, both of NFC West, uh, you know, backing the 49ers and the Seahawks respectively, we know what Leonard Floyd has brought to the Los Angeles Rams. And that's what Adam Anderson is as well. I mean, he entered this year with 34 career game appearances, but he wasn't really used as a starter, which is just a testament to the depth that they have at Georgia. But he he's already eclipsed his previous career highs and tackles, and he's on his way to doubling tackles for loss and sack numbers this year. He's going to work out like a madman. He's got great yeah. off-field grades as well, just in terms of who he is as a person and the tough upbringing that, uh, that, that he went through, his faith. Uh, is very very important to him, so he is going to absolutely skyrocket once we get to the the you know the kind of the postseason uh, type of uh, you know, build up to the NFL draft, and then those are just the guys along the defensive line. And they have several others, but those are guys who I think are going to be, be potential first round picks. Let's move back to the secondary. Something I know that you are. You well, know, of well, course. One second, I wanted to, I wanted to say something about uh, yeah. Adam Anderson, and you know you did touch on you know, who he is, you know, from his faith and just off the field. And I think that's a big part of why some guys end up being very successful in the NFL or maybe not as much as people expect. Uh, You know, I remember my time in the NFL and there were definitely a lot of really talented guys along that defense with the New York Jets. But some guys didn't pan out for one reason or another. And a lot of times you can really, it comes down to, you know, how much do they love football? Like, how much do they love the game? And some guys don't love it, but they're able to, at the very least, put forth the effort that's going to, you know, just them continuously getting better. Other guys, not so much. So to hear that Anderson is a guy that is extremely well-grounded, I think that's a big jump, uh, you know, as far as knowing what you're going to get from him. I, I do have a question because he's a built a little slim, right? And it kind of reminds me, you said Leonard Ford, and I can see that as well. Brian Burns, is that another guy? Now, he had terrific pass rush moves, but he was that longer, linear type of pass rusher. Yeah, I think that Brian Burns is a, is a great comparison, and especially considering how well the Carolina Panthers are playing this year, especially on the defensive side of the ball. You know, and Burns, of course, wound up being an early second round selection by Carolina. But I think there's a lot of NFL teams out there that are kind of slapping themselves upside the head, like we knew he was going to be a dynamic pass rusher. Why didn't we use that first round selection on him? Uh, and so, to me, that that's exactly the, the type of player that the Anderson is, and and I think that he's going to wind up. The, those teams that uh, again are feel like they missed on Burns before. I don't think that they're going to wind up missing on on Anderson here. 
Um, you know, so to me, those are two of the guys that, that jump out. I, I think that Nicobe Dean, the inside linebacker, he's another guy. He's a little bit undersized, six foot, 225 pounds. Um, but at the yeah. same time, I, I think that he has been a Buckus Award candidate with, with the way that he has really taken control of Georgia's defense. I mean, he's been described to me as the emotional leader of that team. That's exactly what you want at the inside linebacker position. But again, to me, one of the fun things about the Georgia Bulldogs, considering that they had four defensive backs drafted last year, is the fact that they have two more this year who I think are going to wind up being, if not first-round picks, then certainly second-round picks. And I that know being, people are really high on uh, Darion Kendrick. So is that exactly. where you're going to start? Yeah, I think exactly. Darion Kendrick, you know, for, and this is the former Clemson wide receiver. You know, he, he was signed by Clemson to be a, a top-rate wide receiver. Actually played 15 games at wide receiver for those Clemson Tigers. And we know all the different dynamic receivers that, that Clemson has produced over the years. He makes that transition to cornerback as a sophomore. He was second-team All-ACC as a sophomore. He was first-team All-ACC as a junior and then winds up transferring over to play for Georgia. I mean, he only has eight tackles in six games so far. And so his statistics aren't great in terms of, you know, if you want to win the Thorpe Award and all that kind of stuff. But that's just because def- because opposing offenses just aren't throwing the ball anywhere near yeah. him. And as a former wide receiver, it just kind of speaks to his ball skills there. Um, and so to me, I'm really excited about him. And then Lewis Seen, the, the safety. I mean, he might just be the biggest pound-for-pound pound hitter um, in, in all of college football or certainly among them. I mean, look up the big hit against Kyle Pitts a year ago. I mean, this guy just lays the wood. And so, again, from the defensive line on back to the secondary, the Georgia Bulldogs are absolutely stacked with NFL talent. I'm not going to get up here and say that they're going to win the, the, you know, the, the, the college football championship, although I do think that they are rightly rated number one. But in terms yeah. of just NFL prospects, especially in the defensive side of the ball, they rank number one among the NFL scouts. Yeah, defensive coordinator Dan Lanning has those guys firing on all Sunday. Like you said, five and a half points per game. That is crazy. And when we get back from our break, we're going to get into actually more of that game and talk a little bit about the matchup between Georgia and Kentucky. Kentucky has some prospects that we like to get to on the offensive side of the ball. We'll see what they can do against Georgia. We'll get to all that and more right when we get back. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need for your vehicle. Why endure more often, pointless and seamless, intimidating questioning over your vehicle? I have a, a Dodge Durango Hemi, and everybody wants to always ask me about how many flows, the flow masters I have on there and whatnot, but you don't have to do that. And you don't have to wait for a person that's behind the counter trying to, you know, messing with machines and whatnot. Choose the only brand the warehouse happens to carry. You have a computer. You have access to it. So you also have access to rockauto.com at your house and in your pocket. All right. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30 50 or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or dealership when you can go to rockauto.com. All right, Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 30 years. All right, Rock Auto prices are reliable, low for every customer. They have everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, and motor oil. They even have carpet. All right, so make sure you guys go over 
and rockauto.com. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find a solution to your parts and needs. All right, go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car and truck. Right, lock, right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know who sent you. Amazing selection, reliable, low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. All right, and then again, I'll do the ad read. Uh, I'll do the ad read like separate. Okay. All right, here we go. Welcome back again, myself, Eric Crocker, joined by Rob Rain. And if you guys don't already, make sure you guys listen to us. Locked on 49ers, myself and Brian Peacock. He's locked on Seahawks, all right? Uh, but we're talking college right now. And we wanted to get in this big big dog matchup between Kentucky, Georgia, the number one overall team against the number 11 overall team. And again, Kentucky is a little surprising just because it's like, man, where these guys kind of come from? And they are led by their quarterback, Will Levis, the transfer from Penn State. How do you think he'll fare against this Georgia defense? Are we going to have to lead on the run game? They got a running back and Chris Rodriguez, a big stout running back, 5'11", 225 pounds. He's averaging six and a half yards per carry. Are you going to have to lean on that run game or the quarterback to kind of carry them to even have a chance in this game against that Georgia defense? Well, I think that certainly uh, that Levis is going to have to make some big plays uh, for for Kentucky to be able to to run with Georgia here. Um, but you you hit the nail on the head there, buddy, with with Christopher Rodriguez Jr., the running back. I mean, he is just a you know to me he he is reminiscent a little bit of Benny Snell, former Kentucky running back yeah. who um, is now the the backup running back at, with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And you know it, it's that same type of physicality, uh, same type of just kind of want to at the running back position. You know, again. 225 pounds that has his make you miss and that that just want to kind of running style of him um he has six touchdowns uh so far on the ground 767 rushing yards through only six games this year six touchdowns or excuse me four touchdowns on the ground two more as a receiver um so he's been absolutely spectacular as he's actually their their second leading touchdown producer as a receiver so far this year, uh, Wandale Robinson is the wideout that, that, that Kentucky Explosive. is going to be focusing on the most. He has four touchdowns. But again, as we just mentioned, the Georgia Bulldogs and their defense, they are absolutely loaded. So I, I do think if Kentucky is going to be able to uh, to punch in this game, they're going to have to counter punch as well because Georgia is good enough to slow down that running game and going to make Kentucky have to beat them through the air. And that's going to be a very difficult task. Now, we haven't touched on the Georgia offense at all, and we really didn't get into really, uh, Wandale, uh, uh, Wandale, uh Robinson, excuse Robinson. me, um, explosive running back. You touched on him a little bit. Uh, Big-time play that he had against Florida that kind of busted that game wide open. He's going to have to be pivotal in this matchup. On the other side of the ball, right, we have Georgia's offense. And JT Daniel, what's going on with him? Because the, the health has kind of been an issue and, you know, he, he plays and he misses the game. Did he play? Did he misses the game? Will he be suiting up in this game this weekend? Well, that's going to be interesting to see. Uh, I think that there is a chance that I think this might be might have been the game that uh, you know that, that Stoops has been kind of waiting to get uh, get him back onto the field for them. But I mean, Stetson Bennett has been playing pretty lights out as All well. Right. 
Um, and, and again, because Georgia is able to kind of control the game on the defensive side of the ball, they've got the, the typical running back battery that the, the Georgia Bulldogs always have. Zamir White leading the charge, of course, um, will be an NFL draft pick himself. Then, then I think that there, there there's plenty uh, of talent on Georgia's offense, uh, even if Kentucky is able to, again, counterpunch a little bit. So to me, that's one of the exciting things about this game is that we focus so much attention on the Georgia defense and for good reason, but at the same time, Georgia's offense is also loaded. So there's, there's two players. I just absolutely have to highlight a little bit. And one of them being the sophomore tight end that I just think is going to be special. Darnell Washington. He wears number zero, zero. but he's six, seven. He's 265 pounds. And, and this guy is just a man child. I mean, he is only listed as a true sophomore and therefore ineligible. He has had some injury issues, but my goodness, you just don't see guys who are built like this as true sophomores. It's certainly not, in, you know, especially in the SEC where, where you see guys who are just physical freaks all the time. This guy absolutely takes the cake. And then from the Kentucky side, because I don't want to focus too much on, on just Georgia, because Kentucky, as you mentioned, is absolutely talented as well. Not just being correctly ranked in one of the top teams in all of the country, but also has plenty of NFL prospects as well. To me, one of the most fascinating matchups, we talked about Adam Anderson before. I love the fact that he is going to be going up against Darian Kennard, 6'5", 345 pounds. I mean, this guy is just a mauler in the running game, for pound for pound. I, I think he might just be the best run-blocking offensive lineman in all of college football. I mean, that is really what he does best. So whether it be against Anderson, whether it, it be against some of the other defensive linemen that they have on this squad, which is a very talented defensive line, uh, you know, Channing Tindall, the, the, the linebacker, um, Nolan Smith, Trayvon Walker, Georgia is just loaded. But still, Darian Kennard, the right tackle for Kentucky, is absolutely a high-ranking NFL prospect in his own right. Yeah, you touched a little bit on the tight end position. You talked about Washington, big physical specimen. They also they also have Brock Bowers, man, 6'4", 230, out of Napa. That's how I know who he is. I uh, had to play against him in seven-on-seven. Seven. So uh, big-time guy. He's had some explosive plays, averaging over uh, almost 16 yards per catch right now, four touchdowns. He's been extremely productive. And that's he's a guy that might be the X factor for Georgia if it comes down to it because – they're missing weapons, right? They haven't been able to have Pickens out there. And, you know, that's their kind of big play, big time guy. That's probably supposed to be like, you know, the big time prospect. But Bowers, man, he's been kind of taking the lead with that whole thing. And we'll see if he can kind of present maybe some mismatches for the Kentucky defense that has been out there. Uh, anything on Kentucky's defense that really stands out to you? Yeah, and I would go back to your point again about the the young tight end. I mean, again, I mean, he's the leading receiver at this point. So, uh, you know, your instincts in playing that seven on seven against him, I mean, you're, you're spot on. I mean, because he's been absolutely dynamic. But yeah, on the defensive side of the ball for the Kentucky Wildcats, you know, there's one, one guy in particular that really has intrigued me. I, I talked so much before about Georgia's defense and the secondary. Yusef Corker, the, the safety for Kentucky, to me is a baller. Uh, I mean, this is a guy who kind of like we talked about before with Adam Anderson, that it's not just the, what he's doing on the field where he is a proven playmaker. He has the interceptions. He has the fumbles. He's a big hitter. He's a savvy guy. He is a really savvy guy off the field. 
Um, he's already married. He has a, a young daughter and, and he not only has one degree uh, in, in communications, I believe, but he's got a second degree as well um, that he is working on right now. I'm sorry. First degree is in economics. Second degree he's working on is in communication. Wow. So he's a pretty uh, intelligent person, well-rounded player. As you talked about before, how important that is for that pre-draft process. Yusef Corker is also a really talented defensive back who's going to wind up going drafted into the NFL. Yeah, and we're going to get into maybe even some more of these games, but right now we're going to take a break and talk about Thursday night football battle between two big NFL teams when we come back. We are back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season. And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. All right, with the new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests. All right, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% on welcome bonus on your first deposit. And listen, don't forget to use our promo code. Locked on to receive your bonus from football, basketball, baseball, boxing, all your favorite sports, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of this amazing offer available for the 2021 season. All right. So, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the games start. All right. Welcome back. Eric Crocker here with Rob Rain. We're going to get into some Thursday night football. We've got Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Philadelphia Eagles. I think when you think about this matchup and you look at, like, you know, you got the season vet with Tom Brady and you have Jalen Hurts and, you know, what he's doing and how he was able to really pull out of a, a win at the end of last game against Carolina Panthers, big-time stuff there. But they got some young prospects in this game, some guys that were really looking forward to kind of seeing some young uh, uh, rookies in the NFL. So I, I want to start with Devontae Smith. Because that was a guy that I had pegged as the wide receiver one in this class. And I know a lot of people, it, you know, they kind of, he, from an analytical standpoint, there are a lot of things that kind of scare people off. One, 165 pounds or whatever he was. People didn't care for that. Two, the whole thing in the analytical world, breakout age, where he was a little bit, oh, you know, 21 years old when he had his breakout season. I think a lot of people want to see it younger, 19 20 years old. He had a little bit later, but a completely just dominant, well-rounded receiver coming out of Alabama. I didn't think there was much of a flaw in his game, but he's got to the, coming to the NFL, and he's had some really good games. Had some moments that are a little bit more, I don't want to say average, but last game I think it was, what, seven catches for 77 yards and a touchdown. So he's been productive, and I think he's doing well. What are kind of your thoughts on Devontae Smith and kind of where he's at? Has he – you know, exceeded what your expectations were for him, or is it right about right? I think it's right about right right now. And I also think that he is just going to continue to get better and better and better. No, he already leads the Eagles in receiving yards, 314 yards in just five games. So he is on pace to be a a thousand yard receiver as a rookie. Um, And and that, of course, is is not what it once was. 
You know, we've seen so many rookie wide receivers come into the NFL and take the league by storm. But I'm right there with you. While I had Jamar Chase as the number one receiver in this class, and I wanted to knock Devontae Smith because of that, that very light weight. Um, and the fact that he didn't have that elite straight line speed that we've seen some of the other guys like the Marquise Browns, the Tutu Atwells, guys like that who do have that elite straight line speed. But I don't know that I've ever seen a receiver who has his body control, has the long arms, just the ability to pluck the football out of the air. I mean, Devontae Smith, I and mean, there's a reason why he won the Heisman Trophy. I mean, he right. was absolutely fantastic last year. I love his fit with the Philadelphia Eagles and Jalen Hurts. I'm a big Jalen Hurts fan. I'm even more a fan of the man than I am of the player, just because right. of everything that he went through. But let's face it, Jalen Hurts sometimes will spray the ball around. I think that the fact that, that Devontae Smith has the hands that he has, it was the perfect fit for the Eagles. So to me, that is one of the exciting matchups of this game, especially considering the fact that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers don't have the, the talent or the, don't have the depth at the defensive back if they did a year ago when they won the Super Bowl. So there's a possibility that Jalen Hurst, Devontae Smith go absolutely nuts in this football game. And, and so that's, to me, one of the most exciting aspects of this game is the fact that there is so much young talent in it. And it's not just with players like Devontae Smith. The Eagles have a lot of talented rookies. Yeah, Devontae Smith might have to go up against the veteran, Richard Sherman. We'll see how that kind of works out for both of those guys. Richard Sherman, more of a physical guy, but can sometimes have trouble with some of these smaller sneaker guys like Devontae Smith. What other rookies from the Eagles are you looking forward to watching? Well, I, I'm going to pat myself on the back in the one case with Landon Dickerson. I mean, he, he is a guy that I was just so high on. I mean, even back at Florida State, while he struggled with injuries, kind of like Devontae Smith, there was all the knocks about his perceived durability because he lacked the physical traits, the size that the people yeah. want. Landon Dickerson actually lacked durability. I mean, all kinds of injuries while at Florida State, while at Alabama, but oh my goodness, when you watch him on tape and when he is healthy, he is just a monster. Um, you know, and so I, I just love to watch the young man play. And, and so I, I saw him, uh, you know, just absolutely destroying people in his first couple of opportunities for the in the NFL so far. Um, and, and to see him go up against one of the most fearsome defensive lines in all of the NFL and in, in Dominican Sue, the aforementioned Vita Vea. I mean, you're talking about some guys who can actually match him in terms of size and physicality. And then while I'll pat myself on the back a little bit for having some faith and Dickerson. I missed on Kenneth Gainwell, and Kenneth Gainwell mm. has been absolutely dynamic. And I, we saw it at Buffalo. I mean, this is a talented player, uh, but at the same time, this is not a guy that I thought was going to be able to translate that success into the NFL, and he absolutely has proven me and many others wrong. We've taken some snaps away from Sanders, and I know a lot of people weren't expecting that, especially the fantasy football community. <laughs> That's very, very true. And, and he he is taking those snaps away and it's well-deserved. I mean, Gainwell has been spectacular. You know, I mean, he has, uh, you know, 14 touch, or fourteen receptions already. So it's not just the fact that he has been a, a dynamic runner, but he's been a dynamic receiver as well. And it's that type of dual threat ability is what's going to keep him getting as many snaps as, uh, as the Eagles want to give him. Right. We'll see. So now on the other side uh, or on the other team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, what are you looking to see from them and maybe some of their younger guys? Yeah, the, the, to me, the big one is, is Joe, Joe Tryon Shoenka. And I, I knew Miss Joe Tryon when he was the University of Washington, basically in my backyard up here. And just a really physically gifted player, but he was perceived as being raw. 
when, when he left UW. And instead, all he's done is come in and, and really impress people um, as far as being able to put his hand in the dirt as a traditional defensive end, being able to rush up the field out of, out of the, the two-point stance as well on the left side. On the right side, you, you know the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have that fierce defensive line. I mentioned the big guys inside earlier. Of course, they got Shaquille Barrett on the outside, you know, one of the NFL's better pass rushers. But, you know, Tryon Shoenke actually has a couple of sacks already. He's got a couple of tackles for loss already. He's got five quarterback hits, which is one of the best numbers for all NFL rookies. That's five quarterback hits in five games, and these are nice. big hits. So to me, that he is absolutely one to watch as well, especially going up against a dynamic, athletic quarterback like Jalen Hurts. Tryon Shoenka is one to watch for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And they also have Jaden Darden, the mm -hmm. young guy from Te North Texas. North Texas. Right? So are we expecting anything from him? I, I, I saw all the plays and the highlights and everything during the preseason. So far – during the regular season, been a little quiet, but I've seen him out there uh, getting some returns and whatnot. Expect anything from him this game? You know, I think there's a possibility. I mean, Philadelphia secondary has been much maligned for years. And, and so if, if Tom Brady decides that he wants to kind of throw for 400 and some yards the way that, uh, you know, th that he does, it seems like just about every other game and just kind of proving us wrong. And, you know, I, I think Tom Brady at this point can play until he's 75 if he wanted to. And, and so that might be the time that, that Darden is able to kind of take his game to that next level. Because as you mentioned, he played at North Texas. And it's obviously a huge jump up to the NFL. NFL. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have so much talent at the wide receiver position, but my goodness, Darden can absolutely fly. And, and I think that that is one of the things that the Tom Brady does so very, very well is throw over the top. So if the Eagles can score some points in this game and keep it close, then that's where I think that Darden might get his opportunity to make some big plays. If he doesn't in this game, I think you and I both know that he has the natural playmaking ability, that it's coming. And, and the team that uh, allows Darden to get behind him, they're going to just be waving goodbye to him because the man can score touchdowns. Yeah, and it's going to be tough for him to really kind of break in and have a big-time role on Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're talking about a team that has Mike Evans out there. You know, you got Godwin, Antonio Brown, who's had like this big time like resurgence as like the guy again and looking like A.B. from the Pittsburgh Steelers. But man, Rob, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, again, do you want to shout out your, your article that you have going, uh, coming out and when, when people can expect to be able to read that? Yeah, so there'll be a new article on foxsports.com. It should be either on Friday or Saturday this week. Of course, there's the big showdown between Kentucky and uh, and Georgia. And, and so, uh, again, who, regardless of who winds up winning that football game, the NFL scouts absolutely believe that the Georgia Bulldogs have the most talented defense in, in college football. And, and that's why I'm going to be hyping up this article and, and talking about the Georgia Bulldogs because whether it be this weekend or into the last weekend of April, the Georgia Bulldogs are going to rank, be ranked number one, at least in the perspective of NFL scouts. Yeah, man, I'm actually I'm more excited to watch Darion Kendricks over anything that's going on. But we appreciate you guys for making us your first listen. Make sure after you listen to this, listen to Rob Rang over there, Locked On Seahawks. Listen to Locked On 49ers with myself and Brian Peacock. I'm Eric Crocker. That's Rob Rang, and we're out. Peace.